everybody, welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming. And we're going to jump right into this, and I will pass it to Zachary. Well, thanks, Renee. My first recommendation today is a, a series that I think we've actually recommended a couple of times. Uh, I think we recommended it last year when it first aired, and I'm going to use this opportunity to recommend it again because there's a new season uh, coming out actually this month so not not the week that this episode drops but i think the the week after it's going to premiere and uh so yeah i was going to use this as an opportunity to tell you you should catch up on this series and that way you can jump right into season two when it drops and uh this the show is um it's basically the the ultimate man fantasy or mantasy <laughs> if you will hmm. um it's about a guy who has uh he, he doesn't really have a job uh he doesn't have a uh, a woman holding him down he doesn't have any kids he doesn't really have uh, any responsibilities whatsoever. All that he has is uh, impeccable investigative skills, flawless training from his years in the army, and uh, about six foot five of solid muscle. And I'm of course talking about Mr. Jack Reacher. Yeah, in damn the, uh, straight. This is the TV show, <laughs> the TV show Reacher. Uh, I'm not talking about the the uh, Jack Reacher movies, although those are actually pretty good. Um, but it, you know, you have to ignore the mm. fact that. Uh, the, the actor portraying Jack Reacher is not six foot five of pure muscle. No. But anyways, um, the show was pretty fun. At least the first season was. Uh, it stars Alan Richson, who I knew from the uh, Teen Titans show that I don't think really anyone watched, but he's great in that show. Um, but he's he's definitely uh, up to the task of basically playing this uh, this this guy who's just um, yeah he's basically a, a, a force to be reckoned with. I think the 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 trailer for the second season of the show uh, features him just like punching through cars to get people and stuff. It looks great, mm. but uh, the first se- the first season is pretty good. Uh, yeah, like I said, he he basically just goes around and uh, he has a background as a military investigator and uh, he stumbles onto all of these uh, mysteries that he has to solve. Uh, he's he's brains and he's bronze and uh, it's it's really just a, a fun show. Like I said, it's it's the ultimate fantasy show. So if you're into that sort of thing, Reacher is a uh, Prime Video exclusive uh, or a Prime Video uh, original, I believe they call them. And like I said, the first season is playing uh, right now and I believe uh, December 15th, the second season drops. So uh, this weekend is the perfect time to catch up. And if you like it, you'll have a whole new season to watch almost immediately. So uh, talking about, uh, speaking of the ultimate uh, in crime solving, <laughs> uh, Man- manliness, hand to hand combat, combat, uh, 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 firearms expertise and uh, uh, legal know how. I will pass this right over to Renee. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Bill. You you don't have the firearms expertise. That's so you're true. Not, I, oh, I couldn't pass die. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much. So my first recommendation is. A, a bit of a recent film that just came out, and it is called It's a Wonderful Knife. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is available on AMC Plus and Shudder, and it is basically It's a Wonderful Life with murder. It is a lot of fun. I So I kind of think of this as a comedy with a horror rapper. So this film stars Jane Woodup as Winnie Carruthers, Joel McHale as her father, David, and Catherine Isabel as her mother, Gail. Uh, and her best friend is played by Jess McLeod. And they were, the girls were great. I had not seen 
either one of them in anything that I could recall. I know that Jane, I believe, was in Yellow Jackets. They both have a fair number of credits to their name, but just to me, they were new faces, and I really, really liked that. Justin Long, however, is in this movie, and his character is so funny. He did such a great job in this. It was really, really funny. It's just a good movie. It's very entertaining. It's just fun. It's not like a super scary slasher film. So, you know, if that's something that makes you nervous, don't worry about it. It's it's really more, I think, of a comedic, a comedic film. So, yeah, you can watch that on AMC Plus and Shudder. And I'm going to pass this to you, Bill. Oh, thank you. Okay, so my theme this week are old Japanese horror movies that apparently you can only find on YouTube, which is increasingly mm. becoming the, the only place to find stuff now that mm. these streamers are cutting back or whatever it is they're doing. It's, you know, used to, ugh, it just drives me crazy. But this is House of Terrors from 1965, mm. original title Kaiden Sumushi Otaku, which I'm going to assume translates to House of Terrors, because, yeah. Uh, but it's also known as the Ghost of the Hunchback, so I really don't know what any of those words mean. And this this is an interesting film, because 1965, it's coming out at about the time that the Italian Gothic horror films were kind of big, and this is very, very much one of those. In fact, it's such an Italian Gothic horror film that the version that's on YouTube is actually dubbed in Italian. We have Japanese people speaking hmm. Italian, but it's okay because there's English subtitles on the bottom. And and there you go. That that's just a level of weirdness that's hard hard to deal with. There's there's a creepy mansion. There's spoiler alert, a hunchback. There's um something from the past and skeletons in the wall and women who are being possessed. I this and gorgeous, gorgeous black and white photography. This is very Bava-esque, and you know that's a high compliment in my book. I, I love, I'm a huge fan of cultural appropriation, because it produces stuff <laughs> like this, where, you know, the Japanese see these Italian gothics, and they don't say themselves, gee, I don't know, do we really have the right to make a movie based on a movie? No, they just went out and made a movie. They just made a, made a movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a lick of sense, but that's okay. And um, yeah, it's probably politically incorrect because it's got hunchbacks and everything, and he's kind of a stereotypical hunchback. I don't know. I really liked it. Really enjoyable. And it's just also one of those things, I never heard of it. I had never mm. once ever heard of this thing. Didn't get much of a release. It kind of you know, just sort of disappeared. There were a number of Japanese films of that time who did, they did get dubbed or subtitled and got released, and then they just fell off the face of the earth. So thank God for YouTube rescuing these things from obscurity. So you can find it as House of Terrors. I believe there's a few versions that are there. They're in very good quality. Uh, directed by Hajime Sato. I may be horribly mispronouncing his name. And uh, this guy, this guy did some kind of cool stuff. He did, um, <laughs> he did one of my alt, well, he did Goki, the body snatcher from hell. That's pretty cool. That's an odd film. And he did The Golden Bat, which I'm gonna, probably going to talk about next week. And that's just absolutely mm-hmm. buggers. Yeah, so he did not make a lot of films, but he doesn't have his own Wikipedia entry. But man, he did some interesting yeah. stuff. So definitely seek that out. 
And I will throw this over to Zach. Well, thank you. Uh, did I hear you say that you weren't sure about the original title? Because um, I, I looked up, I uh, used good old Google Translate, and apparently uh, Kaidan Sumushi Otako uh, is, translates to Stare Hunchback Man, which... Wow. Mm. Stare Hunchback Man. Yeah, I think... No, but that's a great <laughs> name for a band. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay, so I guess I have a bit of a, a theme this week, because... I think that my uh, this is inadvertent, but I, I just realized that I think my theme is uh, men of unparalleled talents because you have Reacher. Uh, he's a great detective. He's, uh, you know, a great fighter. He's got all these various skills uh, that make him unparalleled. And uh, my second re- recommendation is a movie. And uh, it's about a man who. Uh, I mean, what can you say about this guy? He is, I'm going to, just some of his accomplishments. He's a superstar. He's an actor. He's a crime fighter. He's a singer. He's a dancer. He's a lover. He's a cobbler. That's right. <laughs> I am talking about uh, one of the greatest men to have ever lived, Mr. Pootie Tang, uh, in the show. Shut the front door. <laughs> of his own name. Uh, look, we've done, we've done, uh, according to our spreadsheet, we've done 850 recommendations. And I know that there are a lot of uh, dupes in there, but I am astounded that I have the. Well, I, I would say we have never recommended this. I, I I should really say that I have never recommended this. This oh is my one of gosh. my favorite stupid <laughs> films of all time. Um, yes, this is this is the, uh, the the story of a man of many talents and uh, his fight against uh, corporate America. Mm. Uh, this is such a dumb. Oh man, I wish. Hold on, let me let me find the. Uh, I, I scrolled away, but uh, let me find what uh, Robert Ebert uh, said this uh, uh, stated in his review of this film that this film is not in a releasable condition, uh, <laughs> which I disagree. I thought it was a pretty fun movie. Uh, so you've got uh, uh, <laughs> an amazing cast. Let me just read you off some of the, the people in this movie. Uh, you got Wanda Sykes. You've got Chris Rock. You've got David Tell. You've got Andy Richter. You've got David Cross. You've got in, uh, I believe, her film debut, Kristen Bell. Uh, and you've got Robert Vaughn. So uh, really, really impressive cast. Uh, we're going to gloss over the writer slash uh, director of this film, um, Louis C.K., uh, which is okay to recommend this because <laughs> apparently he was he was mad because he said that he was uh, locked out of the editing room and uh, someone else basically finished the movie. So um, it's it's you don't have to feel bad watching it apparently. Uh, so yeah, this movie. Uh, what can I say? It's it's a it's an insane movie. Oh oh sorry, I actually forgot <laughs> the person in this film who is in my absolute favorite scene. You gotta watch at the end. Uh, Bob Costas is in this and it, it, it's one of my, my favorite movies at any scene ever is uh in the, at the very end um when he is interviewing Pootie. uh just watch it and you'll you'll know what i'm talking about um so yeah this one it's on uh max and i think that's it yeah it's only it's playing exclusively on uh max aka hbo max so uh check it out it's a Oh uh, yeah, it's it's an adventure. It's a it's a journey. It's uh it's it's like no film you've ever seen before, uh, and I will <laughs> I will leave it at that. Um, so uh, speaking of uh, I, I don't I don't have a good uh, transition because now I'm just thinking of Pootie Tang. So I'll just pass it over to to Renee. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. My second recommendation is a little different than what I normally recommend. 
This is a film from 1945. And just like what Bill was saying earlier, this is only available on YouTube. Because that's where all the good stuff is nowadays. And this movie is called A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. This is just a nice, a nice feel-good film. So it takes place around 1912. And it's it's a bit of a coming-of-age story of this girl, Francie, who is played by Peggy Ann Garner. And incidentally, she won an Academy Juvenile Award in 1946 because of this movie and another movie that she did during 1945. And apparently, I think right after Patty Duke won the Academy Juvenile Award, they decided to cut it off. Oh, They were wow. like, ah, oh, they can just run with the adults. It's fine. So they were clearly very jealous and wanted to ensure a child would never win again. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> so this film takes place in about 1912, and it's a snippet in their lives when they're really kind of going through a bit of a, a struggle. Her mother, Katie, is played by Dorothy McGuire, and her father, Johnny, is played by James Dunn. And her mother is, she's such a hard worker, and she is just running her candle burning her candle at both ends rather just trying to keep the household afloat and just keep things moving her father he's he's a great guy very mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky very charismatic he, you know he's a dreamer i hear a butt coming yeah <laughs> but he's a bit of an alcohol problem Uh-oh. and he yeah and he can't quite hold down steady employment so things can be a little difficult. Yeah. Oh, father sauced again. Yeah. So during this period of time, Katie finds out she's pregnant again. Her oh. sister, her, you know, kind of free-spirited sister, Aunt Sissy, finds out that she's also pregnant. And her sister's Ooh. played by Joan Blondell, who did a, also did a great job in this. Was, was, was Aunt Sissy married? She was not. Ooh. Scandalous. Yeah. What, what, what year did this come out? It was 1945 when it came out. Oh, that's pretty racy stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, during this period of time, there are some things that happen. And Johnny, uh, Peggy's father. Nope, that's not her name. Is it? What's her name? Francie. Uh, <laughs> Johnny, Francie's father, unfortunately, does pass away. So they, obviously the struggles get a little bit harder. But there is a gentleman that comes around. Play, he's a local officer who is new to the town. And he's played by Lloyd Nolan. And his name is Officer McShane. And he is the complete opposite who her father was. And not in a good way or a bad way, just a completely different person. Hmm. Also a great guy. But, you know, he's he has a career. He's very stable. He's quiet and sort of has this very gentle vibe around him. And his character is just, it's, his character is just so sweet. And they have, he and Katie have just this really sweet rapport and good, it's good chemistry. And the whole, really every character in this movie really kind of gets on well and has really good chemistry. And I should also mention that there is a little brother involved in this. His name is Neely. And he's played by Ted Donaldson, and he is so funny, and he's got some really great lines in this, and he gets along, uh, plays opposite of Francie really well. So, yeah, it's just it's just a good movie. It's a nice, feel-good, hmm. 
just a nice feel-good coming-of-age story. It's not usually something that I recommend, but this one I just really liked. Yeah. It's called A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, and you can watch that on YouTube. So tell me, uh, is there an actual tree? There actually is a tree. Oh, good, because I really got burned by Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. You know, I was like, listen... <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much, Renee. That that is, I'm sure that that is a classic. And and yeah, I've, I've, some of those old movies hold up, and you are a little surprised at at the themes that they explore, like you know, mm-hmm. unwed pregnancy and you know, heroin addiction, cool stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but still being subtle about it. We don't need to see you know. We don't need to see Aunt Sissy shooting up in the in the corner somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Well, my next one. I'm sorry, uh, Paul isn't here because. He, um, even more than I, has completely lost all sense in how many cats you should have. There is a, you know, I know that there is a number beyond which you should not go. Now, I have exceeded that number. (laughs) It goes without saying. But him even more. But this one is called Black Cat Mansion. Its original title Mm -hmm. is uh, Bore Kaibyo Yashiki. Mansion of the Ghost Cat. And this is something that shows up mm. in a lot of... Yeah, a lot of... Uh, it's from 1958. There's a lot of this stuff. Uh, ghost cats and ghost foxes and changeling creatures and everything. Very cool. Um, this is a neat little film. It's... Okay, from 1958, it's non-linear. So we open in present times, if you're alive in 1958, in black and white. Although I don't know if it's just this print or if this was on purpose, but it's black and white with a kind of bluish tint to it. And and these people move into a house. Um, they see, you know, there's a black cat that crosses their path. They find this cool uh, mansion. There's crows. There's a blood-stained wall. Um, oh, and there's a ghost of a creepy old woman who, like, appears and disappears and everything. So, you know, this is where if you have a lick of sense in your head, you're like, well, great place too bad we're not staying here but nope <laughs> just like the white folks in uh what was that what was that one where they bought the house and there were the fly amityville horror yeah you know they, <laughs> they, they got they've got a a mortgage and they are not leaving this place until they are absolutely kicked <laughs> out by demons so they go in there and uh stuff starts happening they're, they're this this creepy uh, ghost woman keeps appearing and tries to strangle her. This happens like three times before they say, oh, maybe we should go check this out. So, of course, they go to a Buddhist temple and a priest tells them the history of this house. And now we go into a flashback. And amazingly, the flashback is in really nice color. It's like I'm trying to think of another film that did that where the modern stuff is in, is in black and white and the flashbacks in color. I don't know, but it, it totally works because the flashback is to, you know, the samurai period, the 1500s or something. And this this house, this mansion used to be part of a, a clan. And uh, the Lord, Lord Ishido is one of the biggest douche nozzles in movie history. This guy, everyone, as soon as anyone talks, how's the Lord doing? He's fine. Did I mention that he has a bad temper? Everyone comments on this guy's bad temper. That, that's what he's known for, his bad temper. And when you finally get to meet him, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this guy, this this effing guy. Um, he, he's he got a, a wonderful son. His his mom is, you know, he's got a blind, I, I don't know. Look, the thing is, this guy, they send a samurai to him to teach him how to play the game Go. 
Now, I don't mm. know how to play the game Go. It looks like it, it's got white rocks and black rocks. It looks kind of like a little bit of tic-tac-toe, a little bit of, um, I can't even remember the name of it, but it was a game we used to play where you would flip black and white things and get them in a line. I I don't understand the rules. Neither does this idiot, because he's really bad at it. Everyone tells this samurai, listens, you know, Master's got it. Have we mentioned that he has a really bad temper? Yeah, that was like the first thing you said to me. Okay, well, yeah, so you got to let him win. And he's like, yeah, okay. But uh, it turns out this guy is such a jerk, such a cheating jerk that even this samurai who knows better is like, I am not going to play with the cheater. So um, the guy kills him with a samurai sword. Really overreaction. There's that aforementioned bad temper we heard about. And his servant comes in and he says he's going to kill the servant unless the servant helps him hide the body, which they then stuff behind the wall. Good plan there. And uh, they tell everyone that the the master beat him at Go, and he was so ashamed, he decided to go off to Tokyo to learn how to play Go better. This game, obviously, was like a really big deal in the 15th century. Well, um, the mom, his blind mom, knows this is a this is a load of horseshit, and she... Um, she goes to try to kill this guy, but instead he sexually assaults her, the blind woman, and mm-hmm. uh, she goes and tells her cat to avenge her and then commits suicide, and the cat drinks her blood. Well, no good's going to come of this. Actually, a lot of good's going to come of this. But this guy still is not done being a jerk yet. His son, who's like one of the better, nicer people in this movie, comes and says he wants to marry this girl that he's in love with, but she's from one of the lower classes, so he refuses you know absolutely not the father refuses to give his blessing and then the father calls the girl to give him a massage and tries to get a happy ending out of it have i mentioned how much i hate this guy i mean absolutely hate him he's also starting to lose his marbles he sees the dead people that he's killed and the blood stain keeps showing up on the wall and um it ends up being everyone dies this guy has totally destroyed his life the life of his family everyone is doomed because he law he was a lousy go player, just could not figure out the game. Um, meanwhile, uh, there's there's a cat. There's like a demon cat creature. It's like a woman. She basically looks like a furry. She's not particularly scary, but it's still kind of cool. <laughs> she's she's a white haired cat woman, and she like claws at the air. She fights samurais and kills them, and then she can claw at the air and make you dance like a puppet on her strings, and all. And uh, anyway. They they uh, they find the skeleton in the wall, which is always the good way to get rid of these things. And it ends with they adopt a little tiny kitty, and um, and you're like, boy, I don't know. Given everything else that's happened in this movie, this is not maybe not the best thing, but it make, it does make you realize cats really are amazing when you think about it, how how they have evolved to mm. like cats. Cats don't meow at each other. Isn't it? cats really don't meow at each other? They 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 don't meow. They're kind of like the the light in the refrigerator. You don't see it in any. Uh, they don't, if you leave them alone and film them, they don't spend their time meowing. That is strictly for our benefit. Yeah. That's something they evolved to tell us what to do. Um, the, the purring and everything. What purpose does any of this serve? It's, it's for us to ignore the fact that they are nature's perfect murdering machines. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely perfect for killing. If we were the size of mice... They would devour us in a heartbeat and never think of it again. Never lose a wink of sleep, which they do for about 19 hours a day, by the way, because, you know, (laughs) murder is murder is a tiring business. Um, They're just so great. (laughs) And and so there you go. There's I think there's a whole lot of uh, cat stuff to mine from from this period. But it's called 
Black Cat Mansion. Once again, it is on a not pretty nice print on YouTube. It is. It's. It was never released in America, never given an English dub, and that's fine by me. I like subtitles. I don't know about anyone else, but I really like subtitles better. Like, after a while, I don't read the subtitles anymore. I, it's like, in my mind, it's actually speaking. They're speaking in English. You know, it, it's kind of... Like, I saw Godzilla Minus One the other day, and, and I don't know if there is an English dub version, but if there is, don't go see it. But do go see it in, in its actual Japanese version. It's an absolutely wonderful movie. So, but I don't know. We may be in the minority in that most people probably like bad dubbing anywho so there you go and i throw this wait i throw this to renee you can throw this to yourself and start singing (laughs) oh so we're done aren't we i was third that's right there's no paul i'm all i i've got no songs uh i don't know uh the Hunchback Stare. Are there any songs really from Pootie Tang? You didn't, oh, gosh. Well, I mean, yeah. there are a lot of songs from Pootie Okay, yeah, actually. Say, any songs that you know from Pootie Tang? Actually, <laughs> what I do, actually. Uh, <gasps> this is, yeah, this is oh. the song. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but this is the song that he, he records uh, in the studio, and everyone tells him that he's a genius. Um, and there's a, great, there's a great scene of people listening to it on the radio. Okay, here it goes. There you go. I hope I uh, I hope I captured it. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> oh, you gotta watch the movie. Uh, oh, it's, it's a it's a it's a I was just reference. like, this is this is happening, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, everyone else has to watch the movie. Bill, I'll I'll, I'll for your sake, I'll, I'll link the scene. But yeah, it's it's a hilarious scene. It's perfect. You were really well prepared. Yeah, yeah. it was. the weekend of December 8th, Bill recommended House of Terrors, available on YouTube, and Black Cat Mansion, also available on YouTube. I recommended It's a Wonderful Knife, available on Shudder and AMC+, and Tree Grows in Brooklyn, available on YouTube. Zachary recommended Reacher, available on Prime Video, and Pootie Tang, available on Max. For my whole life, I'm waiting for the opportunity to do an emergency tracheectomy because I, I saw that like on something on some medical show when I was a kid. Like, wow, that is really cool. It's like one day that'll be me, but it never is. I'm, I may just have to stab someone in the throat with a pen. Just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I was gonna say at some point someone's gonna have a medical emergency and you're gonna be like, finally, my time is coming. You're gonna stab them in the throat and you're gonna be like. And then they're going to, as they're arresting you, they're going to be like, yeah, his, his appendix burst. Uh, ah, well. But at least he could breathe. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm the same way, with, but with the tourniquet. I'm like, if anybody needs oh. a tourniquet, like, I'm ready. Yeah, you know, and it was a funny thing. They, 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 after, there was a period of time when they were basically like, never, ever use a tourniquet because they could use their limb. And I'm thinking, listen, if someone gets their leg bitten off by a shark, we're way past the losing limb point. I think a tourniquet's the only way to go. What, am I going to take a pile of leaves and press it against the stump? I'm guessing people <laughs> right. were using tourniquets when they really didn't have to, like, like a paper cut 
or something, You're you know, right. or a head wound. I mean, really clearly, that would be a mistake. <laughs> Thank you.